0: If you turn with me to Psalms, the 8th chapter, verses 1 through 4, I I, I know I, I God's been dealing with me. I'm just going to, I appreciate your comments. I appreciate Sister Morimano said, Brother Locke, you're just so transparent. That's all I'm doing up here is I'm just exposing myself even more to what God's done. We need him, don't we? Even though you've been in church all your life, you still need him. Huh. Psalms 8, verses 1 through 4. O oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouths of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger. Don't worry about what's going on. You just be on the Lord's side and do His will. Amen. How many want to preach with me today? Verse 3. When I consider the heavens the works of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained. Here's the kicker. What is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visitest him? In other words, Lord, you're so great. When I look around and see all you've done, you take time out for me who am i that you love me so much that you take time out for me yeah praise god i want to preach from this title when gratitude meets grace when gratitude meets grace Can we clap our hands to him one more time? (laughs) Hallelujah, Jesus. You're an awesome God in this house. You've done so much for us. We're here to say thank you. Praise God. Lord bless you, you may be seated. To quote a movie star named Liz Taylor, who was married seven times, seven husbands. She said, I won't hold you long. So I'll hurry up, okay? But I know I know you can get this. Because it's easy. Do you know why? It's because it's what you feel in this house today. In this time of evil that rampages through our country and the world, it is a pleasure to know that greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Amen? So I can give you some hope today. If you're troubled, if you're having a struggle somehow, If you don't know what to do in your life, if you're hurting, if your heart's broken, if you don't know what to decide or where to go or what direction to go, I want to give you some hope today. I don't want to sound like a news broadcaster. I'm I'm done with all of that stuff. I want to give you some hope. Here's the hope. God loves you. God knows where you're at. He knows what you're going through and he will take his time out, and he will visit you. <sighs> He's a great God, amen? John 6, says this, No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him, and I will raise him up in the last day. How many's ever been touched by the Lord? How many's ever had the calling of God on their heart? Now I'm not talking about preaching and all that stuff. That's fine in ministry, but God calls you. Don't tell me he doesn't. He does. Don't tell me that you sit here in this building and don't feel anything because I know you do. This is the whole crux of the message, is when your gratitude to God meets his grace that's pulling on you, something happens in this atmosphere. Something miraculous is going to happen when you say, Lord, I am so thankful that I'm in your house today. Lord, I'm so thankful for what you've done. You've kept me alive one more week. You've kept my heart beating. You've kept my breath going. You've kept me through the night and I have made it back to your house. I haven't come here just to say hello. I've come here to worship you. I've come here to bend my knees at your altar. I've come here to feel your presence and say thank you, Lord. From a heart that's out of gratitude. Yeah. This Greek word here, my spirit draws him, means to drag, means to draw by some kind of an inward power, to be led by someone, to impel someone, to cause someone to move in a particular direction by pulling on the inside. Now you understand what the grace and the mercy of God is. Now you're a little bit closer to understanding why we go crazy here and we worship God. Hallelujah. And the best thing you can do if you want something else from God is you surrender to Him as you reach your hands up, as you close your eyes and let the tears flow. And just say a thank you, Lord, for being in this house. Yeah. Yeah, Because nothing really happens until the spirit moves upon them. And you know what? <clears throat> the evil can go. The evil can have their way. The world can have their way. But because of all that intense evil out there, I believe that God is is, is impacting the church with more intense spirit. I just believe that. I feel that in my heart because we can't, just, we can't just survive on 1980s experience. We can't live in the 20th century. We, it's a 21st century church. We can't live in the pre-COVID. It's different now. And I know God is anointing his people more and more and more. I think he's just turned the the spout up and opened it up even more when he's pouring out his blessings in his spirit. So get ready for revival, Amen. How many are with me today? I grew up in Ohio in the '60s and '70s. Young person, church Friday night youth service, 7:30. Be there. And we would just go because the girls would go. I'm just a young person. What are you going to church for because the girlfriend's gone? I was born and raised in the church, and I told Sister Bruce today, "God saved me from the pew. He didn't pull me from some bar or someplace. He didn't pull me from a drug addict out on the street laying in the gutter. He didn't pull me from some foxhole over in a foreign field. He saved my soul from the front row of a church. I got a lot to be thankful for. You've got a lot to be thankful for. My gratitude's got to cook up somehow. Oh god. We had a youth pastor named Bill Burns. He was a truck driver for Big Bear Stores. He drove a truck every day from Columbus to Indianapolis and back. Brother Burns meant well. We were kids. We didn't realize what's going on and how he was doing things and why. He made us all testify and I hated to testify in church. Totally hated it. But he would go through the roads. And we knew that when our row came, we had to testify. So you know what was the the cliche testimony? Stand up. I thank the Lord for being here and sit down. Okay, next. Okay, next. The whole thing. That's service. Youth service. Uh, It's different now. It's different now. Because I really thank God for being here. Ooh. don't you feel it? I thank you, Lord, for being in your house. I thank you, Lord, for raising my hands and feeling your presence. I thank you, Lord, that I'm able to bend my knees at your altar. Ooh. We already sang the song, praise it like it's already happening. That's what we do. If you're new to this, this is all the time. And I'm going to warn you, if you're new to this, it's going to be more intense next week. Because <laughs> God's going to do some miracle stuff. He's already performed some miracles in our lives. He's already touched us many times over. Yeah, we had to go through some things, but you know what? He's right by my side. He hasn't left me one odd That's why my attitude is, I oh, thank you, Lord. So your thankful is different than my thankful. Just the way it is. Yours can go way deeper than mine. But I got a lot of he kept me in my thankful. I got a lot of the power of the Lord that kept me from. Isaiah 55, verses 6 through 11. I'm hurrying because I won't hold you long. (laughs) Seek ye the Lord while ye may be found. Amen. Amen. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord. He will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. Amen. And my thoughts than your thoughts. Yes. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Listen, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper the thing wherein I have sent it. This is why the word of God is so important in your life. This is why every chance you get, you hear the word of God. This is why conviction goes forth if you're not in right with God, if there's something wrong in your life. You thank God that conviction comes to you. You thank God that the word goes forth and it hits your heart and it pulls on you and says, Rod, you got to straighten up. Even if I'm on the front row, even if I've been in there all my life, I still need to be convicted and pulled and nudged And drawn upon and impelled and drawn to an altar that says, Lord, I need you. In the 80s, Ronald Reagan was our president. He's the first president I ever voted for. But he broke the back of the Russians, Mr. Gorbachev, with something called the SDI program. He's ever heard of that. Yeah, the Strategic Defense Initiative. There was a testing part of this called the homing overlay experiment. It's what led to that and led to what we have now as a Patriot missile system. And it's likened to a bullet hitting a bullet. When a bullet's shot, another thing is shot, and it, it's an amazing thing. I remember reading about out in the California Brandenburg uh, Air Force Base where they tried this, and they would report, well, we missed it. Well, we missed it again. Well, we'll try it again. And before you know it, they perfected it, thus the SDI. Now, I like this stuff, if you didn't know. Yeah, it's history. It has, has explosions has things like weapons. (laughs) Now they have something called a smart rifle, like your smartphone. Looks a little different, but it can hit a target two miles away. (sighs) One guy. Usually, snipers, you got a guy with a spotter. Oh, no, over to the left a little. And the guy ironed the gun and... This is all one man. All you got to do is line up the lasers. And when you see that and you line up the laser on with your gun, all you do is fire it. It uses GPS systems, and, it, and you can't miss. How would you like that? To go hunting. Sweet. Sweet. Got these laser technology, all that kind of stuff. But I got one better. So hold on. Now it's not a smartphone. It's not a smart rifle. It's a smart bullet. A smart bullet. This bullet can go around a corner and get you. Sweet that that is awesome. That's what they allow us to look at and see. Boom. Once you are tagged and it's pulled, there's no escaping. It's Kind of like that uh, Top Gun movie where they lock on the radar and push a button and, you know, it's going to find you. What's that got to do with me, Raj? I just read about it in Isaiah that when the word of God gets a hold of your heart, I'm speaking to people, and I'm speaking to people that that may not have, have... Uh, gone off the edge with the Lord, that may not have still a little bit of reverence and, 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 you know, holding some stuff back. God's got this magic bullet. It's called his spirit. And once you're tagged, you're it. What are you talking about, Rod? I've been there. And, 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 and it bothers you. You can't sleep. The spirit of God draws you. It keeps pulling you in. His mercy and his grace just keeps pulling you in. And all he's looking for is somebody to say gratitude. He Lord, I thank you. But God doesn't need to rely on advanced laser technology. He doesn't need any kind of man-made stuff. All he relies upon is the word that goes forth and is preached. That what did it say? It will prosper the thing whereinto God has sent it. So I'm glad to hear the word of God. I'm glad to get touched by him. I'm glad to sing the praises of God. I'm glad to hear tongues and interpretation. I'm glad to have the, the gifts. God's got a gift in you, and sometimes you need to have that gift stirred up. I'm sorry, but that's what happens. You may not want to testify, Raj, on Friday nights when you get. You may not want to testify, but you know what? God's going to bother you until he comes. God's going to bother you until you get hit. God's going to bother you until that gratefulness meets his mercy. And that's going to just obliviate everything. 2 right. <sighs> Timothy 3, 1-7, this know also that in the last days... Perilous times shall come. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Can you say amen to that? They will be covetous. They will be boasters. They'll be proud. They'll be blasphemers, disobedient to parents. Here we go. Unthankful. I think I'll stop here for a minute. It's like this generation, these people are entitled to a lot of stuff. You owe it to me, and I don't have to say thank you. What? Don't try that in my house. Unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent. That means no self-control at all. You're seeing that. Amazing. Amazing in the schools, on the streets, wherever. You're seeing it. There's despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. For of this sort... Are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with the driver's lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth? Always something new to learn. You know, they have an AI Jesus. Did you hear that? Artificial intelligence Jesus. You better be careful. You better, you better monitor this thing here. Oh, yeah, that's an easy thing. That's an easy church. That's an easy. It's not an easy service. Why? Because it's man-made stuff that make you think everything's fine. But I don't want man-made stuff. I want to be hit by the power of God. I want God to use me in a special way. I want God to put me on my knees. I want God to bring to my memory what He's done for me. I want to be able to say thank you, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> People are overcome with their stuff. I heard that before that America is possessed by its possessions. And what rattles everybody else is their stuff's going away, and it's getting more expensive, and it's whittling into their savings, and it's whittling in their retirement, and they're worried here and they're worried there. They don't know how to save money. the p- The company that I work for is multi-million dollar. B- I, I would even put in a B on a billion. They've been in business for over 40 years. <coughs> Tax exempt business over 40 years, and they, they have so much, but they're being scared to death. They're afraid. Why? Because they can't control the expenses. So you walk into our, our offices in some of our buildings, and the lights are out. <laughs> I've always turned them on. Can't see in here. Who turned the light on? <sighs> Trying to come up with ways to cut the energy cost. Cause they're afraid. And and they're afraid of running out of their money. Then what are they gonna do? <sighs> but you know what? I'm glad I've got Jesus. Take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Good song, good Hall Hummer, isn't it? So I will sing. Round, right turn the lights on. This whole again. <laughs> Oh, we have fun at work. <clears throat> if there was ever a time for the church to shine, it's today. If there's ever a time for revival. It's today. I'm sorry. Yesterday's done and over with. You, you can't be rest yesterday's Christian. It's just not anymore. We got to be tough soldiers. We got to be on the front lines. We got to be sacrificial giving. We got to do all kinds of stuff. Why? Because I want God and the spirit to operate in our lives, in our families, in our homes. And I need to show thankfulness now. Praise God. Luke 17, uh, verses 11 through 19, and I won't hold you long. <laughs> it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Sam- uh, Samaria and Galilee. As he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off, because they're supposed to do that. You have leprosy back then. No family, no social life. Just get out of our way. You're poison. We can't hug you. We just wave a distance. They stood afar off. They lifted up their voices. They said to Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said unto them, "Go, show yourselves to the priest." Listen, and it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Does that fit today? Sometimes in the microwave age, in the uh, the, the postmodern age we live in, we want everything like that. What do you mean? It's what do you mean it's been a week? What do you mean I can't get my refrigerator for six weeks? What do you mean? What do you mean by healing? Where's the? As they went, they were healed. So don't think that God has forgot about you and your situation. As your faith is, so be it to you. And as you go about doing God's work, he's going to take care of the situation. Why? Because he did it in the the book. As they went, they were cleansed. Here we go. And one of them, let's say one. One of them, when he saw that he was healed. Sometimes we need to just get a good look at ourselves. And say, oh Lord, look what you have done. Sometimes we need to get a look in our lives and look around and say, Lord, look what you have done. Sometimes we need to get a good look and find out even in our family, Lord, if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for your hand, because why? What is man that you are mindful of him? Who am I that a king would bleed and die for? (laughs) What did I do to deserve your touch? One of them, when he was healed, he turned back. This is why we have such great worship. And with a loud voice, glorified God. What's wrong with you people? Well, he touched me 10 years ago when I was in the hospital. What's wrong with you people? Well, it was just last month. What's wrong with you people? I got something going on at work, but I need him to do it. I'm going to come into his house. I'm going to glorify him with a loud voice just like this dude did here. When he saw what he did, when he looked around. I'm sorry. I can't keep still. Somebody tell me how you do it. I don't know how you do it. When I get into the presence of God, it's all like, did you see it up here? (laughs) Brother Jorge, you did it. I looked over to him, and he's just weeping away. (laughs) Because why? Because i was so thankful. And my gratitude met just like those two bullets. Pow! It met in the grace of God. And God's presence just filled this place all up. I'm thankful, God, for what you did to my children. I'm thankful, God, for how you brought me through it. I'm thankful, God, that you put the right people at the right time in my life. I'm thankful, God, that I made it to your house again. So it doesn't matter what goes on in the news. It doesn't matter what goes on in politics. I'm here to give you some hope. God's on the throne. There's no God like our God. There's no name like his name. Wait, he's not done. He glorified God with a loud voice, fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. Ooh, a Samaritan, yeah, he was a Samaritan. Jesus answering said, were not there ten cleansed? Where are the nine? But they're not found. Why? Selfish. They returned to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, listen, arise, go thy way, for thy faith hath made thee whole. There's something happen when gratitude meets his grace. There's something else that goes on in your life. Yeah, you may be healed, but you know what? He's going to make things whole for you. I don't know how. I don't know who he's going to use. I don't know when. That's why I give God praise. That's why we give God thanks. That's why we don't know why, but we do it anyway, because he's going to reward us in such a way. Because we are so thankful. That I do, I have to fall on my knees in his presence. I have to give him thanks. The one thankful leper not only received healing, but he was made whole. You understand that? No fingers got fingers. No ears got ears. (laughs) Hey, guys, look what happened to George. He's whole. What? How'd you do that? All I said was thank you. All I, well, I was grateful, that's all. You see what happens when your gratitude meets grace. Psalms one hundred one through 5. We got to read this together. Ha. Make a joyful noise. Come on. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing, which you do. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. I think we should stand and give him praise. Yes, I'm so thankful, Jesus. Look what you've done. Yes. Praise God. Whenever I get the opportunity to come into his house, into the worshiping of his saints and into his presence, I'm not gonna just treat them like the other nine lepers. I'm just gonna give Jesus a wave offering and say, Thank you. I'll see you later. I got stuff to do. Musicians, if you come i, I just can't. I just can't drive through church, stay in my car. I just can't send in a text and say remember me and I'm thankful lord. Just can't. Huh. I just can't be so tied up with myself that say lord, you know, I'm 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 grateful but it's just a highway by. I can't give him a a cane sacrifice can't just drive by and throw something at the church say, hey, but I paid my ties, but I did this, I, I showed up and cut the grass or I did this and that. I't I just can't. It's the other nine. Why? Because I needed more. And it does something to you, doesn't it? It does something you get, you catch this thankfulness and gratefulness of God. You catch this thing and it becomes habit forming. And what happens is it grows that you can't wait till the church door is open. You want to be the first one to the altar. You want to be the first one to raise your hands. Why? Because something about being grateful and mixing with the grace of God. (sighs) Something draws my heart to his grace. That I... I've got to fall on my knees. I've got to cry out with a loud voice. i got to make a joyful noise and tell him that I love him and I'm so thankful. Last scripture, because I won't hold you long. Luke 7, 36 through 50. I know there's a lot of reading, but bear with me. This is a classic example of how to say thank you. Well, Rods, my my mom taught me that, and well, Grandma and all they taught. No, this is how you say thankful. One of the Pharisees desired that he would eat with them. He went to the Pharisee's house. His name was Simon, and he sat down to meet. Behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner. Oh, that's just women. No, it's all of us. When she knew that Jesus sat at meet in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment. A precious place. And she stood at his feet behind him, weeping. Began to wash his feet with tears, (laughs) wiped them with her hairs of her head, and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. And when the Pharisees, which had bidden him, saw it, he spake with him, saying, This man, if he were a prophet. He would have known of what manner of a woman that this was that was touching him, for she's a sinner. Oh, boy, does that fit us, or what? What is man that thou art mindful of? Huh. And Jesus answering unto him, Simon, i have somewhat to say to thee, He said, Master, say on. He said, there was a certain creditor which had two debtors. One owed 500 pence and the other 50. When he had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him the most? That's what I said. All of our thankfulness is different. Simon answered and said, well, I suppose the him that he forgave most. And he said unto him, thou hast rightly judged he turned to the woman and he said unto Simon you see this woman I entered to thy house that thou gavest me no water from my feet but she's washed my feet with tears wiped them with the hairs of her head and thou gavest me no kiss but this woman since the time I came in had not ceased to kiss my feet my head with oil thou didst not anoint. But this woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much, but to whom little is given forgiven, the same loveth little. And he said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven. They that sat at me with him began to say within themselves, Who is this that forgives sins also? And he said to the woman, thy faith have saved thee, go in peace. She kind of snuck in a place where she really wasn't supposed to be but she heard Jesus was here. And she just wanted to say, thank you Lord. And she walked behind and, and, and passed through all those other people staring at her. I know what that's like. We all know what that's like. We don't want to be a humiliator, embarrassed. But you know what? All that stuff gets thrown out because being thankful overrides all of those fears. Being thankful says, I want God's touch more than being embarrassed. I want God to do something in my life more than just saying, well, I got out of that scripture or I got out of that service again. I want God's touch. I need his touch in my life. More than anybody else's stare. And I just wanted to say thank you. What an awesome example of a thankful heart. God is mindful of you and what you're going through today. He's calling and drawing your heart. to Give you an opportunity to say thank you, Jesus. This altar's open if you want to come say thank you. We've had an awesome day, an awesome service, an awesome morning. But you know what? It's not over with because he's still in this house. And he's got a lot of people that he wants to put his arms around and say, yeah, I love you. I'll take care of it all. But you know what? I've got to meet him with my gratitude into his grace. Let's come and pray.